should not believe that. Hello, this is Melissa Libby, and you are listening to Mom Treading Water. Coming up is my interview with Jalene Jones. She is the owner of Pure Prana Yoga. Her website is thepurepranayoga.com. And today she's speaking with us about the benefits physically, psychologically, emotionally of yoga and meditation. Jalene has also generously offered an additional bonus episode of a meditation session. Please be sure to check that out. So if this is your first time joining Mom Treading Water, what a great episode to start. Thank you for joining us and thank you for your time. If you're returning, thank you for following Mom Treading Water. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate. In the show notes, I will include the links to Jalene's website as well as her Facebook group. And I will also include the links for Mom Treading Water, our Facebook group, YouTube page, and TikTok page. So please be sure to check us all out. Now here is my interview with Jalene Jones. Hello, this is Melissa Libby and welcome to Mom Treading Water. Today, Hello. We- Hello, good morning. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We have I'm so Jaleen- excited. Yeah, I'm so excited too. We have Jalene Jones, who is going to speak with us today about the power of meditation, physically, emotionally. Uh, full disclosure, I have been practicing with Jill. Holly gee, it has to be like eight years, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, we knew each other pre-kids and everything. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Poor <laughs> Jill, pregnant in class. <laughs> Poor yes. little thing. Um, so Jill, you actually have two daughters, correct? I do. One is six and one is a year and a half. Yeah. So you have your hands full plus running your own business. Absolutely. It keeps me very busy. Right. So all that self-care you talked about, so important. <laughs> it is absolutely important, right? It's not selfish. It's a necessity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in class, no doubt, Jill has seen me fall multiple times. And my favorite <laughs> thing that she says, she goes, ah, it's all right. It's just yoga. It's just yoga. My favorite thing you say every single time. Yeah. I love it. And so well, I say that too, and not to like diminish the fact that it's hard or that people can really put in a lot of effort and dedication, um, but more that just let go of the judgment piece of it. Like, it's okay if you try something new and you tip over, um, or if maybe you're tired, but like, let's look at why, like, are you gripping with your toes or are you not focusing? Are your muscles fatigued? Like, it just gives you the opportunity to look at yourself, what's happening in your body, rather than being like, oh, I'm terrible at tree pose. Oh, I'm not good at yoga. Like, just let go of that. Like, it's just yoga. Like, it's, so what if you tip over? Do it three more times. Tip over every time? Oh, well. <laughs> I love it. So what is the one pose that you still, after all these years, because you've been practicing, right? You've been doing this for over 10 years as an instructor, correct? Yes. Yes. So what is the one pose that you're like, I'm still going to, I'm determined. I'm going to get this pose that you oh, maybe struggle me. with or <laughs> for me, it's always, um, like the heart openers, like camel pose or strasna wheel pose, anything that your chest needs to be really extended and open. I find that spinal flexibility, mobility piece to be difficult. But I mean, if you think about it, you just kind of like 
lock in through your shoulders. So I, it's something I really work at, you know, and I've made a lot of progress, but good, good days and bad days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So why did you start yoga? Why did you start teaching and Okay. Well, I started practicing yoga in um, Buxton in, at Sun Salutations with Nicole Tracy. She's fabulous. Um, and I was just really, I was stuck. Okay. I didn't know what to do with my body, with my life. I just, I, um, sorry, I'm going to study here, I guess, but I just, again, having all these like anxious, depressive thoughts and then have panic attacks. And uh, I realized the piece that I was missing was like the physical activity. You know, I always done dance. I always done sports. And then you get to be an adult. And then what, you know, what do you, what do you do <laughs> to yeah. keep yourself active and busy? Um, and I hadn't found really, a, I guess, a regular practice like that as an outlet. Um, so I went, I started taking classes. I just, I just loved it, you know, and um, it was work because you have to, you have to sit there uh, and you're holding these poses, specifically in the style that Nicole teaches and it's Iyengar yoga. And you're just there with you and your body. So it kind of eliminates that disconnect of the distractions and how can I separate myself from your body? And I mean, as a teenage girl, I feel like you can probably relate that that gap is pretty wide between mm -hmm. what your body is and feels like and what you're thinking. Um, so it kind of bridges that gap a little bit and it gives you the time to just let go of some of those things that the nonstop whirlwind of <laughs> No, it's true. I mean, because you worked with kids before, mm. right? You you took this mm. on full time, which I yeah. think was right, because they had some there were kids that maybe faced some challenges. Absolutely, um, yeah. And so you it's hard to not bring that kind of home with you. Um but this gives you an opportunity to let go of the things and recognize that like this is not my not my emotions. It's not my trauma. Like you can hold space for them and have empathy and be supportive without it becoming your burden. So it's, it's all a practice though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So tell, can you talk a little bit about, and you've kind of addressed some of it already, but more about that, that physical and that like it maybe okay. some in some like of your clients yes that, yeah that's the, that's the big word I didn't get sorry all right here so let me see so this isn't just anecdotal either this is from uh verified by the Mayo Clinic and Johns Hopkins and they will says that mindfulness practice can alleviate symptoms of depression anxiety chronic pain sleep issues okay and you're going to increase your self-awareness which I talked a little bit about better stress management. It's going to give you more tools to handle stress. So decrease stress levels and reducing negative emotions because you're boosting those feel good brain chemicals. You know what? And I totally believe that. I mean, I, I know I live it. The reason I yeah. started meditation was I was with my diabetes educator. And as some of you know, I have type one diabetes. I've had it for about 27 years. Um, and for those mm. who don't know what type one is, it's it's basically the kind that children are diagnosed with. Yes. But I was having a terrible, definitely with anxiety and depression and having a hard time sleeping. And mm. this practitioner had gone to a conference and they were talking that they were seeing benefits of meditation. Yes. And so I had a good relationship with her. She's like, will you be my guinea pig? Will you give this a try? So awesome. I did. 
And ever since then, so folks have a hard time sleeping, meditation, meditation, meditation. I mean, I even, I mean, I even know in one of your classes, I don't know if you remember this, it was after Jackson was born and we were in a stretch and I was so deep into the pose and my breathing, I almost fell asleep. Yes, you. <laughs> you were like, Melissa, are you okay? I'm like, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so it happens. It does. So if you do, like say you use meditation and you fall asleep, Mm -hmm. you know, assuming it's at a time that it's appropriate to fall asleep, not in the middle of a class, but yes, is that okay? I mean, do you still reap the benefits? Absolutely. You do. I mean, if your goal is to sleep, then you've achieved your goal, right? So it depends on where you're coming at from, for what your goals are. You know, if you're, if if your goal is to, to sleep better and then you fall asleep during meditation, success. Yeah, that is success. (laughs) If your goal is to maybe um, to set a positive intention for your day, like you do it in the morning when you wake up, you know, you might not want to fall back asleep. Um, (laughs) So it kind of depends. But at the end of the day, I would say sleep is absolutely a desirable goal. Yes, it is a desirable goal. It absolutely (laughs) is. I love it. So you definitely, I mean, I've been in your class long enough. You have a lot of people that come back to you. Yeah. And and I will tell so you, I've great. gone to, when you were on, when you were having your baby and you were on your leave, I went to a couple of other people and I'm like, mm, yeah, just not the same, not the same. So what yeah. do you think maybe you do a little differently or why not differently, but maybe how you connect with, with the folks who practice with you? Absolutely. I mean, it's a great question because yoga is, there's so many styles and everybody takes their own take on it. Um, I'm very much of the mindset that come when you can, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're a few minutes late, it's okay. Like sneak in, rush in, take your yoga class, take that time for you. Um, It's also okay if you laugh or you fell, you fall over or you have, you know, a question to ask in the middle of class. Um, I try to keep it very laid back. And I think that, um, you just kind of attract the people that are looking for that, you know, the um, like calls to like. And so I keep it laid back. And I think that the people who come to my class either need or want that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think you do a great job. I mean, you definitely you. have classes <laughs> that have very, very different people in different levels. Yeah. Or even like always. you said, just some days you're just not like feeling it as much or and you do such a great job of helping people. First of all, not like calling them out because I have been in classes where they're like, <laughs> no, your downward dog is. And I'm like, what? And I get all yeah. stressed. And so that defeats, to me, that defeats the entire purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you, do, you do such a great job in showing modifications without making people like, like feel bad or because you'll do yeah. them too. You'll do the modifications. Absolutely. Because some days you need support, right? It's the same in yoga as it in everything else. Some days you need support in something and maybe another day that you don't. But that's not a reason not to practice. Like today you want to use blocks under your stretch. Great. Maybe next week you don't want to. You know, there's always choices and yoga should be accessible for anybody who wants to practice it. There's pretty much a way to make it accessible in most classes are there extreme cases yes where you'd want to maybe do like a more private session but we could still find something and make it work it's just kind of 
honoring your body, what your body needs in that moment. And that's where that listening piece comes in. If you're practicing mindfully and you're listening to what's coming up to your body, then take what, you know, take the modifications that it needs to support yourself. Well, I think that comes to a good point. So what services do you offer, right? Your website is the purepranayoga.com, yes. correct? And yes. I will include that in our, um, in our show notes. Thank what, you. What do you offer to people, even if they're local or if they're remote, how can they get in contact to be with someone, a non-judgmental, <laughs> chill, relaxing, but extremely experienced person like yourself? <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for all that. Um, so I offer in-person classes. Like I have some I have yin yoga and a stretch and release class and an elemental flow class. I teach power yoga and um, I also have the bar class as well. So that's if you're local in the area. Um, I also do, we could do remote sessions for guided meditation, um, distance Reiki. We could do yoga private sessions via Zoom or in person. And uh, my email is on the website, or you can contact me through there or my Facebook page. I kind of update everything that happens kind of on a regular basis there too. Okay. And I will include those links. And if you're okay with your email as well, so people can get in touch with you. And you have been extremely generous because there's going to be a bonus episode this week from you that is um, solely for meditation. Do you want to talk a little bit about what your goal is in that? So I, I did record that quick, well, it's not quick if you're not used to meditation. So it's about an eight or nine minute little guided meditation for anxious thoughts. Um, and you can use that anytime throughout the day that works for you. Um, so things that I would recommend if you're going to get a meditation practice started would be to start small, like just start with two or three minutes, find something guided find a quiet space. So whether that is in your car before you get out, when you get home, you know, take like two minutes in the driveway or before you go into work um, or if you could do it at night, but find a regular time in your routine and do your best to stick with that. Are things going to pop up? Yes. Does that mean you should not practice for that day? Or if you don't get a chance to practice, should you give yourself a hard time? but those are just guidelines to help make it easier. The more routine it is, the more you're going to stick with it, start small, and then you can add things over time. My next suggestion is don't get stuck in the idea that you have to sit and just sit still. Okay. There's so many other choices. Um, If you prefer to leave your eyes open, you could make yourself like a nice little focal point and practice more of like a Zen focus. You could walk. There's walking meditation. Or again, you could like, you could listen to something guided, but just being mindful of how you step. Um, And then there's also things that maybe aren't necessarily meditative, but are mindful activities. So like you could take a nice walk and just let yourself be in the moment. Notice your breath. Is this your time to listen to your favorite podcast or audiobook? No, probably not. Like there's another time. Um, But if you're thinking about being mindful, I would do, you could do that. You could run, you could cook. Like if you enjoy cooking, take one day and make that task be just about that and kind of focusing on the steps, letting yourself be in that moment, doing what you're doing. You know, is it a great idea to do it on a night where you have 56 things going on? You're trying to do the laundry and run somebody to soccer practice and go, no, maybe not that day, but if you have a different time, (laughs) maybe you could do it. So it's all about finding 
um, an activity that you could do mindfully, yoga, Tai Chi, any of those things, hiking. So don't get too stuck in the fact that like mindfulness has to look a certain way. You could take three breaths if you're at work and you need three mindful, aware breaths. And then you just may have practiced your yoga for the day. That's a really interesting because I, I never would have thought about doing it that way again. I mean, I've been meditating for on and off for about, a, about 10 years and I, I would never consider it, uh, you know, on a walk or when I'm running or cooking or anything. Yeah. Usually for me, it's like I lay down and close my eyes. So that is probably why I fall asleep. <laughs> right. Again, if that's the goal, that's okay. But sometimes <laughs> that is not the goal. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's a really great suggestion. Thank you. I didn't see, we learn something new every day. Absolutely. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Like yoga doesn't have to look and feel a certain way. It's, it's very individual. So make it yours. <laughs> do, do you practice yoga with your kids? Sometimes. Yeah. You know, um, we get out the mats and we hang out. Sometimes we just do silly poses and make up yoga stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so neat. You make up yoga. No, I didn't. So many things yeah. I'm learning about you today, all these years. So what do you, what do you make up yoga stories? Like in what way? So like, we'll name them like different poses. Like you have airplane pose and giraffe pose and butterfly pose. And you kind of weave them into like a little story just to make it kind of fun. That is a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I mean, there's tons of books out there too that kind of do the same thing or um, the Cosmic Kids Yoga on YouTube. She does a lot of that too. So, because kids, they don't sit, you know, they just kind of, they get the pose and then they move and they move. It's, it's very busy. It's a lot of up, down, up, down, up, down. But Well, Jackson's teacher last year, um, she actually did some yoga poses with the kids in wow. class. Yeah, I, I think that's how they started the class. And I, I don't know if it was partly to, you know, try to get them to hone in and focus in or. Oh, yeah but it was, it, it was great. And so when Jackson came home, we were doing all these yoga poses and it was really, really fun. That's awesome. It's amazing what they remember too, you know, they, cause they'll remember it. No, like, they, oh, we they, did this, and then we did this and then we did this and I go to yoga class. And, and, they, still, like, and they still do remember it. Yeah. You know what And you say about the breath? I know for my kids when they're having a tough time and I can feel like a meltdown coming on or I go to a very serious source for this. It's Daniel Tiger. Have you heard of oh, Daniel and Mrs. Tiger? Tiger? Yes, Mrs. we Tiger. love Daniel Tiger. Right? And they sing, take a deep breath. But we and do count to four. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, Daniel Tiger. Seriously, Mom great. life. Miss, I know, right? Mrs. Tiger, so many great parenting advice. Thank you. But seriously. It, Lady has the patience of a saint. <laughs> oh my gosh, she does. And let's just be honest, right? Reception's not always reality. That's somewhat what started mom treading water. So yeah. Mrs. Chagger, I think you have moments that you're kind of ready to lose it. But seriously, she takes a breath. It does, right? You have, <laughs> but it's kind of mirror. It, it is mirroring what you're saying about, you know, having a moment, take a few deep breaths. Like yes. we tell our kids. Absolutely. So I it's good advice. We should take our own advice. <laughs> We, we totally should take our own advice and obviously Mrs. Tiger, yes. expert in parenting. <laughs> the vegetarian tiger family. Right. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to share with mm. folks or, 
well, let me just look at my notes real quick. Okay. Oh, so for guided meditation choices, obviously there's tons of them out there, but for recommendations, Mm -hmm. there's like YouTube videos and apps that you can use. If you're going to search YouTube, I would try Deepak Chopra and that's D-E-E-P-A-K-C-H-O-P-R-A. Okay. He's great. He's like one of the leaders in mindfulness meditation activities. There's also an app called Headspace. It's a paid app, but you know, it's up to you. There's one called Insight Timer that has paid and free content. Um, And then if you just need white noise, there's an app called Relax Melodies. And then you can kind of pick and choose your white noise sounds. So just some tools. No, that's great. One that I, one of the ones I originated with is a podcast. It's Jean and Jesse Stern. Ooh, I haven't heard that. It's called the Meditation Podcast. Easy to remember. And that's a nice, that's actually one of the first ones I used to to use it for sleep yeah there's so so many out there so you just gotta find one that works you know for you and your lifestyle but i will tell you your meditation is is fantastic and folks please make sure you take advantage of the free one she's offering because that's really a service obviously it's her business and that's a service that she is offering for free for mom training water so thank you for your generosity because again this is your business and you're giving something free so Absolutely. Well, you, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta give, uh, so that people can experience it. I think everybody deserves the opportunity to try some yoga, try some meditation and kind of see if what it feels like. Right. Cause it's never, right. It's never too late to start. No, gosh, no. And it's, you know, it's okay if your practice goes in cycles where you're heavy on one thing for a while, and then you kind of move into something else. It's, it's natural, you know, just let yourself go with the ebb and flow of what you feel like you need and what you want no I think that's that's a that's great advice to to for us to wrap it up because (laughs) I I know that you clearly know that has been my circumstance as well you know life happens and but yeah the skill sets that you teach you can still do them on your own and like you said like sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. I won't do you know like when I go to your class it's usually what 50 minutes to an hour or so Mm -hmm. but sometimes I'll just kind of you know if I feel like I need a good stretch in my back, I now know what to do. Or if, you know, pre or post run, I know what to do. I know how to stress, you know, to stretch my body the best, the best way. And, or again, a few meditation breaths. If I'm feeling like I'm having a a mommy moment, a tough mommy moment, which we all have those moments and that that's okay. (laughs) It's okay. being human <laughs> it is being human right it's just learning how to handle it the best way that you can without yeah. you know we're all your working mind. on ourselves so we great. are we absolutely are <laughs> so Jill, thank you so much for joining us i'm so excited and thanks right. for having me yes and disclosure i'll be seeing her in about an hour or so for bar class yeah we're gonna get sweaty <laughs> yeah it is it's so much fun but folks if you watch it you're like really it looks so easy yeah. friends deceiving Oh, it's so deceiving. There are moments that I'm like, I mean, again, because I, I run, my legs are, are fairly, fairly strong. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, mama's getting a burn. That's right. Well, because that's what that bar does. It where you're working for the muscular fatigue to build that endurance. And it's a small movement. <laughs> they burn. They are so deceiving. They are so deceiving, but it's so much fun. And I love it. And you have great music and you, you, you just you just make it a fun experience that you want to come back and so folks Yay. please make sure you you do check out um 
Jill's website. Again, I will include it and and reach out to her because really you you right. offer it in such a, such a, a non judgmental way, a way to make you feel better, and that's why I wanted you to be part of this series. Yeah. Right, it's inspiring without defining. No one's trying to change who you are, just trying to help you get to a better place, feel better about Absolutely. yourself. And you, yes. you absolutely have, you, you have done that since day one. And I really, I'm so appreciative. Trust me, some days I feel a little, I can feel that I had a little workout and in the moment I'm like, you're a very deceiving woman. <laughs> she really is. And I'm just kidding, but you really, you, it's okay. it really is. But you know what? I always feel great when I'm done. Even mm -hmm. in some moments I'm like, oh my gosh, the burn, the burn, but it feels so good when I'm done. Yeah, so those endorphins. I, it really is. Well, I, I appreciate that you make it so fun and you don't make it so so rigid and all you know, so serious and so so intimidating. And I think that's a lot what people think about yoga. They think it's yeah, intimidating. I agree. Or you have to be a certain body size or you have to be a certain age and you have to be flexible to do yoga. Like right. um, no, in fact, it's for everyone. It is for everyone. Like you do not need to pick your 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 feet and put them behind your head. That's right. No. That's not that's not the goal. If your pose isn't Instagram perfect, it really does not matter. It does not matter. It doesn't matter what your pose looks like. It really 100% matters what it feels like and that you're practicing safely. That's it. Yep. You know what? And <laughs> this is just my little, again, no <laughs> expert whatsoever, except in all my imperfections, but no one's looking at you in class. Your other classmates are no. not looking at no. you because they're, <laughs> they're figuring out their own stuff. And if they're looking yeah, at they you, are. then chances are they're probably not doing what they need. They should be doing. So no, they're looking at me upside down, trying to figure out what I'm doing. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Even after all these years, I still do that sometimes because I think yeah. I get so focused in other stuff that I stop yeah. listening or it's a little mm -hmm. bit of an ADHD. I don't know, but so you, you do such a great job of that. Really? I, I really can't say it enough. I, I wouldn't be coming back because I'm, I'm a picky, a picky mama. So, mm -hmm. but really I, I thank you again for being with us and I will see you in about an hour or so for far right. and fun. And uh, again, everyone, I will include her information and please reach out to her. Don't, don't miss yeah. this opportunity and especially make sure you listen to that bonus episode. Bye. All right. Thank you for joining us. We'll have, a, have a great day. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to check out this week's additional bonus episode, a meditation session offered generously by Jolene Jones. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Until next time.